I'm Yvette Mayer and this is the Lit Up and Liberated Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm a corporate dropout with a 30-year background in marketing and advertising who, after a breast cancer-style wake-up call, realized I felt stuck and drained and longed to feel lit up and liberated. Forward to today and I am living that reality. I'm an online intuitive business coach with a multi-six-figure business living as a digital nomad and supporting my clients, my students and you to grow online businesses that are profitable, scalable and impact driven. If you're ready to feel lit up and liberated as you claim your place as a digital CEO, you're in the right place. Let's dive in. Welcome back to the Lit Up and Liberated Entrepreneur Podcast. I am very excited to be sharing a topic that is extremely relevant right now, which is off the back of some of the conversations I've been having with you around marketing, intentionality, and what's working in 2022. So you're going to find me interviewing a series of guests on Instagram, within Instagram Live, and sharing those conversations here on the podcast over the next few weeks. Because the truth is, you'd really have to be living under a rock not to be experiencing these shifts yourself in the marketing landscape, either because you have become accustomed to a certain way of marketing and it's not working as well as it used to, or you're witnessing other people complaining all of the time, like, why isn't Instagram working for me anymore? My views are down. My this is down. Like, it's all it's all happening, right? And the other thing that I am observing is the importance of being very strategic in your marketing so that you are positioned, despite what's going on in the marketplace, to thrive. And that is the essence of this episode. Now, specifically today, I am going to be talking about how to turn your followers or your audience into customers. Because I have a number of incredible women in my world, in my community, who literally have tens of thousands of followers or connections and the area that they're not succeeding to the same level as their desire is actually building a profitable, scalable model within their business that's effectively monetizing those followers. And so I thought this would be a really robust conversation to have to help all of you, regardless of the size of your audience, It doesn't matter if you have a small audience, this is going to be relevant to you because the name of the game, if you want to call it a game, is having highly engaged, motivated followers and connections who have a demand and desire for what you offer. It actually doesn't matter how many thousands of people are following you. If you don't have a portion of that audience who truly is leaning in and wanting what you wanting what you have to offer. Now, personally, I don't have a huge audience. Well, if we're talking about LinkedIn, I have a fairly robust audience. I have 10,000 connections on LinkedIn or 10,000 followers. But on Instagram, where I have led my brand 
uh, I would call it, well, it's been my lead platform for the last couple of years and the right environment for me to connect with the most relevant audience for what I offer. So yes, it's been the leading platform for my brand over the last couple of years. And I have have right now, I'm just about to reach 3,000 followers. Like it's not big. But I grew my business to multiple six figures when I had less than 2,000 followers. And that was because of the strategies that I'm going to be talking you through today, along with the fact, let's be honest, that I come with a 30-year background in marketing. So I am always going to have this slight advantage of understanding what works for huge billion dollar brands and the ability, if you like, to convert some of those strategies because they're not all relevant into what is working for small business. And that is the essence of why I'm able to provide this very instructive style podcast episode for you today. So I'm going to talk you to you through five specific things that I want you to consider so that your marketing efforts are less spray and pray and more strategic. I had to use that headline spray and pray because I wrote a post this week with that in the first paragraph and I had some people like, that's funny. And I'm like, you know what? It's not funny. It's typical language in the marketing community. Now, I looked it up today, actually, to see where it originally came from. Not a great place. It referred to, I think it came from wars gone by where they would be spraying bullets without any real clarity on where they were aiming, uh, hoping that they were going to hit the target, so praying that they would hit the target. And it is so transferable to marketing where we are literally spraying our attention and effort across content without being very strategic and the consequences are not good. The consequences are you feel exhausted, you feel like you're showing up all the time and not gaining any traction, maybe you are growing an audience but they're not buying from you, need I go on? So the five things that I want you to take away from this episode are going to be intentional content, having an offer ecosystem, being easy to buy from, pricing your offers strategically, and investing into relationship building. And I'm going to go into each of these one by one. Now, I'm going to start with intentional content, but I I released an episode on this just two episodes back. So go and listen to that full episode if you want to hear what specifically I mean by intentional content. One thing that I'm going to call out, though, because this is absolutely critical that you appreciate. So when we're building an audience, we're often told to give give, 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 right? And that is true. Yes, we want to be giving. That is absolutely how we attract audiences to us. But what are you giving? This is what I ask you. If you're giving away the same information that you offer in your that you offer in your offers, but you know what I mean? If you're giving away a lot of gold that 
should actually be behind your paywall, you're going to decrease the you're going to in, decrease the appetite that people have to buy from you because they're getting so much from following you that they have no real desire to take the next step and buy from you. So what do you do instead? You talk about what they not what they need to be doing, not how they do it. Okay, so there's a difference and there is a very clear line between the two. Now, if you're new to business and you know that without an an audience of some sorts, you're going to struggle to make any sales, I get it. Like I get how tempting it is to build your authority and credibility through giving away all of your magic. However, you need to learn to pull it back a little bit. You need to think about this more strategically and get very clear in terms of the what versus the how. Okay, so that's number one. Intentional content means giving value but stopping at what your audience need to know rather than explaining to them in detail how to implement what you're teaching. Number two is having a robust and a very attractive offer ecosystem. Now, I will say this. If you're building towards the first six figures in your business, particularly if you're a coach or a healer, there's a lot of talk about having one high-ticket offer as the gateway or the pathway to getting there. And quite frankly, I did that. I did have a few other smaller products that I was building from a digital product perspective, but the bulk of my income to my first six-figure year was in one-on-one coaching. Now, I am still going to press this point around offer ecosystem because what I see happening over and over again is people that don't have a, a lot of experience, heaps of testimonials, referrals, and the authority at this point struggling to get behind these multiple four-figure offers and therefore they they don't show up in a way that provides enough gravitas to attract people in that are ready to invest that kind of money. Perhaps they're also not in the right environments with that message where their ideal client is, that client who has both a desire and the financial availability to make it happen. And so what I want to say to you here is even if you have one high ticket offer as the gateway to your first six figures, I support that, but I want you to think about how you can make it more accessible by breaking it down into what I would call a funnel. So can you, if you're on something like a discovery call, intuitively Yes, this is this is something that I believe wholly and solely in, but I know that you have to learn to trust yourself. But intuitively provide an option that feels like you're meeting them where they're at. So for me, that looks like I may go from it has to be a six-month upfront payment for one-on-one coaching. These are the terms, that's my offer, to, okay, let me think about what the funnel could look like with the goal of 
recruiting, recruiting, yeah, recruiting the right people into my six-month package. And that could be very different. So it could look like asking your audience if they need help with something and offering free calls. And then at the end of the free call, making the next offer again intuitively around a, for example, low ticket masterclass. And then at the end of that call, then going forward with the next step in your journey to your bigger offer, right? Now, if you are further along like me, then you are positioned to have, uh, I, I actually at this point, I have five or six offers that I could talk to you about. And so what I'm looking to do is have a real conversation with you to truly listen to where you're at. And that means understanding your budgeting as well as what you uh, what you're seeking in terms of guidance and support and and then helping you make the right decision for you, whether that is something quite low ticket or my highest ticket offer, because that way you're always able to turn a conversation into taking the next step with somebody versus the disappointment that is regularly getting people for instance, booking discovery calls or inquiring about working with you that don't convert. And that's a really disappointing place to hang out. It's also costing you a lot of time and we don't want that. So that's number two. Number three is be easy to buy from. Make it clear what you offer. This can be in your bios. This can be in regularly talking about what you offer in things like your regular content, or if you're on Instagram, in your stories, always be educating your audience on how they can work with you. Make it easy. And yes, number two, the offer ecosystem is also part of this because having an offer ecosystem that meets people where they're at makes you easier to buy from. And I see so many people that forget this, like they they get lost in this spraying of content and don't land this all-important component of being easy to say yes to, being easy to buy from, and that's what we want. Number four is pricing strategically. Now, I teach this in my mastermind because it trips people up so much that they attempt, let's say, to price their offers based on what they think people can afford, not on what's going to work for them strategically inside their own business. There's a massive disconnect going on here because the absolute truth is you have no idea what anybody else thinks about money. Money mindset is so freaking complex. And there are going to be people out there who have limited funds that want what you have so much that they will make it happen, regardless if it's a big investment. You're also going to have people in your audience who literally have bucket loads of cash, but find it very hard to part with that cash and don't prioritize things like personal development. Okay. So you making this leap of, well, this person might be able to afford it. This isn't selling because it's too expensive. This is this is not not working for me because of them. No, 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 no. 
strategy is so important in pricing. So I'm not going to go right into the details of how to price strategically because guess what? I want to tell you what to do, not how to do it. But suffice to say that pricing is far more strategic strategic than it is about you trying to mind map your way there through what you think of others. It is much more about the way you create your offer, the value inside of the offer, and the transformation. I'm going to give you that much to work with, but think strategy around pricing and also aligning your price to your overall financial goal and making sure that there actually is a pathway between where you are now, what you offer, and the number of those offers you need to serve to achieve your goals. Again, something that is so freaking obvious, but I see time and time again not being done. And it's and it's kind of to be expected. I mean, I am so fortunate that I landed in the role of a entrepreneur with a marketing background, but I know most people don't have that. And I, you know, the four P's of marketing, by the way, are price, product, promotion, and what's the other P? Place. So you don't necessarily think of pricing as marketing. But it is like your product is marketing. Oh, this is a whole nother rant. We'll get into it another time. But look up the word marketing and look at what the four P's are and you'll start to appreciate that your price and your product are part of your marketing assets. And so that will help you understand better what I mean by pricing strategically. Number five, all important, and this never goes out of fashion, is building relationships, not just followers. Now, I recommend strongly that you are not posting and ghosting and that you are very intentionally, you know I love the word intention, but you're very intentionally scheduling time each day where you're going to connect with your audience. You are going to make sure that every single time someone comments on your post that you comment back and you're going to make that relevant in terms of opening up a dialogue with that individual, number one. Number two, be very aware of who is in your world and regularly engaging with you. Like I have a very clear idea of people that are within my audience ecosystem, let's say, because I can see if they're opening my emails. I can see if they're watching my stories both on Facebook on Instagram, and you can even see who's looking at your TikToks, right? We have a lot of insight going on. Over on LinkedIn, less granular actually. People can lurk more, but you're at least able to say, see who is engaging with your content from a liking, commenting perspective. This information is gold because it gives you an opening to know that you have a warm relationship there that you can deepen through supporting back. It doesn't need to be hitting them up in the DM with an offer. No, I would suggest this is about liking their posts, commenting on their posts, supporting their stories, doing their polls, things like that, 
sharing their posts on occasion, and yes, opening up a dialogue in the direct message where it's relevant to get to know them better. Because yes, there's going to be a time when you have an offer and an intuition that they're perfect for what you're bringing into the market. And if you've already done this work, it sounds really when you say it's work, but if you've already built the relationship, it's so effortless to ask them, hey, I've got something new or this is happening in my business and I thought of you, would you be open to me sharing it with you? Nine times out of ten from there, they're going to say yes, which is entirely different from the people that jump into your DM who you have no clue about that are all into this selling, selling, selling thing. Now, I'm not saying that doesn't work for anyone, but it's not something that I feel very aligned with. It doesn't feel authentic or good to me. That being said, thinking about relationships and actually having an, (laughs) I was just going to say intention again, but you know, I am the intention queen. But if you're intentionally building relationships and doing it with an open heart, being interested in people, getting to know them, then it is going to set you up for long-term growth. So they're the five things I wanted to specifically dial into today around turning your followers into customers. I would love to hear from you in terms of what has helped you the most. So at any point, please jump into my Instagram DM. I'm at Yvette Mayer underscore. Send me a note to say which of these you're going to do more of in the future. I would love that. I would absolutely love that. There's also a link in the podcast show notes. Other than that, I hope you have an incredible week. The next episode is likely to be another in my series of what is working in marketing now. So look out for that and I'll be with you again soon. See you next week or sometime soon. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Lit Up and Liberated Entrepreneur Podcast. I truly appreciate you being here. And if you appreciate me, why not jump on into iTunes and leave me a review? Five star would be nice. Share it on social media. I can't wait to get to know you. Jump into my DM on the gram anytime at Yvette Mayer underscore. Other than that, there's a boatload of info in the show notes. I can't wait to be back in your ears soon. Bye for now.